Well, morning, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. Uh, it's been a pretty dark few days, eh? Which is ironic because we're coming into summer. The days are getting longer. We got more sun. The snow is melting. It's been a little bit warmer. But, uh, yeah, we've seen some pretty dark things happen. Uh, I Some people mentioned that I hadn't said much about the RCMP officers that were murdered in Edmonton a few days ago. So I'm I'm going to do I'm I'm going to tell you their names. Their names were Travis Jordan, uh 35 years old, and Brett Ryan, who was only 30. Those are the names of the RCMP uh members who were murdered in Edmonton responding to a domestic dispute call uh, in which a 16-year-old boy uh, had shot his mother. It was a 16-year-old boy that shot these two cops <clears throat> and killed them. Now, I want to point something out. Uh, life sucks. It really does. These things happen all the time. All the time. People murder each other. People do horrible things. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the statistics you know, as accurate as they can be, they say that somebody is murdered every 60 seconds. So, you know, these police officers are in good company with a lot of people uh, for thousands of years. Nothing new. Does that mean that they weren't important? Of course not. Um, their lives mattered. They were important. They'll be missed by their friends, their family, their colleagues, uh, and people that they could have potentially helped over their careers. So, Pointing out that this stuff happens all the time is not to say that it's not important, but it's just to say for every one of these things you hear about, there's thousands that you don't. And to the people who are giving me a hard time or, or giving me some heat and some flack about not, uh, or par pardon me, you're right, it was not RCMP, it was Edmonton Police Service, uh, my mistake. Um... Where was I going? Just a second. To the people who are giving me flack about not saying more about this, I'd like to ask you a question. How many times have you made any kind of public statements or live stream videos or anything uh, with the names of each person who has died as a result of an experimental medical procedure that they were bullied into taking. Has anybody done that? I know a man named Dr. William Mackis is doing that, uh, um, saying the names of doctors who have died suddenly, lost their lives for whatever reason. I mean, time will tell. But I find a lot of times people, they find something to be virtuous with and they stand on that virtue and then they condemn every person around them for not doing the same thing as them. Well, I've been reading a book lately. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be some foul language here. So if it, it, if, it, it, if it offends you, probably turn your speakers down. But the book is called How to Not Give a Beep. And the beep is actually the word F Maple Leaf CK. 
And in this book, it's basically saying in life, there's a lot of things that happen. Life sucks. It's basically a series of problems that we have to overcome. And when we overcome the problem, we usually bring about a bunch more problems and we have to solve those ones. And our life and our happiness isn't determined by reaching the goals that we set for ourselves that we think are going to make us happy. But life is about learning to be happy with our failures, our short our shortcomings, and take what life gives us and stay in a place where we can be happy. That's the only way we can truly be happy. And we're seeing all over the place the result of happiness being misconstrued as a goal that we can reach. And once we get there, everything will be fine. I don't know what happened with the 16-year-old boy that he murdered, um, tried to murder his mother and Edmonton Police Service. I have no idea. Um, that's not the point, but... I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably because that young man was unhappy in one way or another. Another thing that is uh, absolutely horrible to hear about and witness is the murder of school kids again. So in the United States there was a state that passed a law banning transition surgery on minors. Now, before I get into this, I want to ask uh, those of you who are members of the uh, LGBTQ plus whatever, I don't even know how the words work. And it's not because I not don't care or not respectful of your choices. It's because I can't keep up with it. But I want to ask you something. 99% of people that I know that are gay or trans or whatever, have different lifestyles than me, 99% of them, they care about kids. And they would never say that children who still think that they want to be an astronaut or uh, a firefighter or whatever when they're seven years old, 99% of them would agree to not do things to those children that are irreversible. As a kid, our world is very, it's very small. We, we have a very small outlook on a very big world. Everything matters. Everything's important. We, we watch children cry because the color of their food is not what they want. Or their jacket doesn't have a zipper in one place, right? Everything is a big deal. And if we catered to every single woman desire that children have. Well, every children, every child would probably have some sort of weird spiky red and black hair, or at least I would. I would have had wings glued onto me. Um, it would have been totally ridiculous. But we don't do that because we're still in the process of, of uh, finding ourselves and finding out who we want to be. Sometimes young girls will dress up as boys and do play boys games. When I was little, I played Barbies with my sister. It didn't mean that I wanted to be a girl. It just meant that I was interested in the same things as my sisters sometimes. And yet, there is a very, very small group of people that are advocating to uh, not only allow this to happen to children who still don't really know who they are, but they're encouraging it to be done without the parent's consent or knowledge. 
So we have a state that takes a stand. They say, no, we're not going to allow this to happen to children. We don't allow our, um, our, our stuff to be pushed on children. When they're adults, they can make their own decision and we're going to draw a line in the sand. So then we have somebody, because of this, walk into a Christian school and shoot a bunch of kids. Now you're going to see over the next few days, this is what the headlines, headlines are going to read. Trans person shoots kids. That's what you're going to read. In a world where we're talking about being inclusive and not singling anybody out and, and you know, just, just accepting people for who they are, we're going to see the mainstream media driving a wedge between members of the trans community who for the most part probably just as much as nor as i shouldn't say normal people that's the wrong word probably just the same percentage as non trans people are good people they're going to drive a wedge in it and they're going to make people say stupid things and they're going to they're going to foster hate between one group and the other now you remember what i said about happiness Happiness isn't a goal that we can just we can just walk to or it's not like we get this job and we we're happy or we get this girlfriend and we're happy or we get this new car and we're happy. That's not how it works. So in this case, I would say that a person who walks into a school and murders children isn't happy. There's something going on in their lives and they've tried to do what they think is going to make them happy. Maybe in this case, it was a transition. Obviously didn't make them happy. And the hate and anger and unhappiness that they had inside them manifested in the murder of children. And yet society celebrates these, these actions, these, you know, these transformations, or not even just that, these, these goals of happiness they're, they're celebrated like they're the answer to all our problems when in reality, all they do is create more problems. So when are we going to start thinking about uh, the world in a different way? When are we going to start encouraging people to be okay with being upset? Or it's, it's okay to go through a shitty time. It's okay to feel like you don't belong. It's okay to not have... Um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend right now. It's okay. Those things are fine. This is That's the way life is. Life is literally a series of problems and disappointments. And the only way to be happy is to learn how to accept those disappointments and not have this misconstrued idea that if we, if we do this, we'll just be happy. Or if we, if we cut off our penis and glue on a vagina, we'll be happy. That's not what makes us happy. And that, don't take that as me saying that um, if somebody really wants to do that, that they, they they shouldn't be allowed to. That's not what I'm saying at all. You go ahead. You do what you do. If you want to change your gender, go ahead. You're not going to change your body physiology. If you don't believe me, just look and see how many biologically born women have won at male sporting events after their transition, like literally zero. And there's quite a few biologically born men who win at 
women's sporting events. But what do I know? I'm just a burger flipper. People's choices in their own lives shouldn't be something that we, plug your ears again, folks, give a fuck about. We should not give a fuck if somebody wants to change their gender. We should not give a fuck about somebody else's sexuality or their whatever word we're using to describe it now. What we should give a fuck about is if those people in our lives are happy and what can we do to encourage them or help them be happy because we can't change them. We can only change us. That's what we should be caring about. If that, the people in, if that, that person who murdered those children, if their friends and family had been more worried about the, the true happiness that that person needed in their life, rather than the goal of them possibly just trans transitioning, maybe they wouldn't have had that type of hate in their heart. And by the way, that person did that because they said, um, in, in the cliff notes was, if you are going to mess with our children, we will kill yours. As in, if you won't let children transition at a young age, we'll just kill your kids. Holy crap. Of course, it'll be blamed on guns. Uh, that's always the go-to. It'll be used to try and take more guns from people. But I would say, you know, if the teachers in that school had had guns, do you think those kids would have died? Probably not. The pursuit of happiness is causing very big problems because people don't know how to be happy or what's going to make them happy. I think one of these days I'm actually going to do a, I'm, I'm going to read this, this book that I'm reading about this. I'm going to read it and do some sort of an audio book so you can listen to it while you're driving. Cause this is, I mean, some of the things that have been, that I've, that I've learned from this book are, are absolutely amazing. And I got to say in the first 10 pages, I, every, every other paragraph, I was like, yeah, this is me. This is what I do. This is how I'm acting in my life. Wow. So on with it. In the last three years, I've been doing lots of speaking engagements. Not so much right now, but uh, quite a bit in the last couple of years. And one of the things that I have identified and spoken about is that many of the problems we're facing these days are because we moved from a society that believed in the sanctity of human life. We believed life was important. We had, we, we believed in, in a, in a loving God who was bigger than us and we could focus on in order to try and become better people. We forgot about that. And we started believing the lie that human life is not important. Lives aren't sacred. Nothing matters. We're a virus on the planet. We're a detriment to the planet. And, and the planet's only going to be good and beautiful if human beings are wiped out. We've started to believe those things. And now we're seeing, we're seeing the fruits of that. Fruits is a bad word to use. Uh, we're seeing the the culmination of that type of think thinking group think to the point where not only can a man be murdered in broad daylight at a Starbucks in Vancouver, 
but nobody helps him. Nobody tries to stop the murder. People sit there and sip their coffee looking at a man bleeding out like a, like a farm animal. And they barely even break their stride. Even worse, I'm not going to show you the video of that. If you want to see that, then fill your boots. It's horrifying. Um, if you do decide to watch it, and, and this is a man that was murdered at Starbucks recently. I think it was yesterday. So he, he got stabbed because he asked somebody to stop vaping in the Starbucks. And the guy flipped out and stabbed him in the, looks like in the heart. This is all on video. Not going to show you the video, but if you do watch it, remember this as horrible as it is happens every 60 seconds globally, 60 seconds, every minute that goes by of every day, somebody is murdered because this inability to find happiness within ourselves for some people manifests in and the most anti-human response possible, which is taking another human life. I'm going to show you a picture. Now, this is gr it's gross. It's graphic. There is an actual human being who was murdered and is laying in his own blood in this picture. So if you have a queasy stomach, just turn away for a moment. Are you ready? Okay. I don't know who this person is. I don't care. That's not important. This guy's reaction to this horrible event where somebody's son and possibly father, brother, whatever, is laying dead on a patio. This guy's response is the result of years of people being told that they don't matter. People being pushed that you know maybe they can maybe their gender isn't the one they're born with they should think about that maybe you know maybe they're bad for existing because they breathe out carbon dioxide and there's too much carbon dioxide they use energy they use fuel they're so bad for existing this is an anti-human response a selfie with a dead person with the murderer right in the background, that's the guy that, this that's the murderer right there. I don't know if you can see my mouse. Anyway, I'm going to turn that off now. That's where we're at. Anti-human thinking. How in the world, how in the world do we fix something like that? I would suggest that we learn how to be happy, first of all. And just like that song says, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We live in a very, very dark world. And this isn't anything new, by the way, people. You think that the depravity of human beings is a recent thing? It's not. We used to rip people apart with insane torture devices. 
We used to burn people alive. We used to drown people because we thought they were witches. We did all sorts of horrible things all throughout human history. Nothing has changed. Nothing ever will. The world will always be like this because human beings are like this. And I shouldn't say that. It won't always be like this. Eventually, you know, Jesus will return and things will change considerably. But that's a conversation for a different day. My point is, this is not anything new. We see it more because of Facebook, Twitter, and all those things. But at the end of the day, it's the same things that happened over the last thousands of years. And the, 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 the way to combat this darkness has always been the same. The way to combat darkness is by turning a light on. And the light in this case that we should be turning on is in ourselves. We should be focusing on ourselves and figuring out how to be happy so that other people around us can see it. It's contagious. If you don't believe me, well, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what to say, but happiness is absolutely contagious, just like dancing is. If you don't believe me about dancing, walk into a room and, and dance to the music in the room and watch how many people start dancing with you. Happiness is contagious. And if we spend more time focusing on how to be happy ourselves in a dark world where bad things happen to those around us and to us, the better chance we have as a society. And the and the, and the and the the better our chances of changing things like a selfie with a dead guy to dropping your cell phone and trying to help another human being as they're being murdered or lying in a pool of their own blood. Every 40 seconds, globally, somebody takes their own life. Now, granted, I got this statistic from a Google search, and the first one that popped up was from the World Health Organization. But I'm going to go ahead and say that that's probably a fairly closely accurate uh, statistic. Somebody takes their live life every 40 seconds on this planet. That means that there are a lot of very, very unhappy people. Why is that? Especially in a country like Canada or the United States. Imagine. I should somebody can you put up the statistic for for murders and suicides in Canada somebody I want to I want to know how many people well, I don't want to know but I think we need to know how many people in Canada take their life every minute or whatever what's the statistic put it up there we have a lot here we really have a lot so my friend Francisco is here staying with me he's from Bogota Colombia and he's told me some stories and shown me some pictures of what it what it means to be poor. And Canadians have no idea. We have a lot. If we're too cold, we turn the thermostat up. For the most part. I mean, that's being phased out because we're supposed to be freezing and starving in the dark. Um, you know, the carbon tax is going up again April 1st, by the way. But if we want food, we go to the grocery store. We don't really have to worry about people you know, harming us as much as other countries. We have a lot. We make lots of money. We have lots of food. We have good personal hygiene stuff. Like it's, we have a 
a ton of stuff and very, very little to worry about. We don't worry about, for the most part, where our next meal comes from. We don't worry about uh, being kidnapped and held for ransom by some pseudo-military group or anything like that. So why aren't we happy? We drive nice cars. We live in nice houses. We have nice families. I would say that we're not happy and we're never going to be happy. And this actually spills over into politics. You look what's going on in politics and nobody's ever happy because they set these goals and it's not good enough. And then there's another goal and it's reached and it's not good enough. We're never happy. It's because we don't know how to be happy in our failures. And there's always going to be failures. If there wasn't any failures, we would never grow and learn and, and know how to overcome them next time. And sometimes this unhappiness manifests itself in the murder of police officers. We should deal with it. And on that note, um, as horrible as it is that these police officers were murdered, there are another group of police officers, firefighters, paramedics, teachers, nurses, doctors, regular citizens all over Canada that have been murdered. Yeah. And nobody says their names. They were murdered by the idea that we should allow the government to be our doctor. Nobody says their names. The government, who's been playing doctor for the last three years, tells us it's our fault because we aren't taking more of their medical interventions. They tell us it's our fault because in uh, it's not cold and flu season, it's actually stroke season because people aren't getting their flu shot. They tell us it's our fault because we, we did drugs in our 20s and they continue doing it to other people and nobody's saying their names. And I don't see any of my haters standing on soapboxes advocating for those lives lost. Strange. Anyway, we can fix some of this stuff. Most of it starts with uh, conversations over a cup of coffee. Possibly at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. Or another coffee shop, who knows. But I would encourage you to start having these conversations with your friends and family. Talk about what it is that's actually going to make us happy. Um, and maybe start being a light instead of a fire and brimstone megaphone shouting doomsday person. I think we can do a lot more by focusing on our happiness. So I'm going to head to the whistle stop. I have a, ah, I think I have a date in Panoka today. Is it Panoka? Panoka Town Council? Is that today? Yeah, I should probably go. I'm just going to go out for a rip to Panoka. I think it's Panoka. Visit some friends. Anyway, thank you very much, folks. Uh, to the lady who stopped me in West Edmonton Mall yesterday, thank you very much for your words of encouragement. Uh, I really appreciate it. And although it is weird, when I'm in a crowd of people and someone comes up to me and says, hey, I know you and 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 says thank you and shares their story. 
Um, it's extremely humbling. And I do like it, even though I'm still learning how to um, talk to strangers because that's not my thing. Have a great day, everybody. And, uh, and, and, and learn how to be happy, even when you fail, because you're going to fail again. P.S. You notice the background in my video today? That might be foreshadowing.